the ladies have taken over the podcast. It's about time, quite frankly. This episode, Desiree and Alexis harness their cosmic powers and discuss Marvel's first female-led film, Captain Marvel. Strap into the cockpit and engage your afterburners. I'm Nadeshta, YouTube and Instagram's pop culture vulture, and this is View the Right Thing. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hey, it's View the Right Thing, and this is Desiree and... Alexis. Look, I maybe almost said the wrong podcast name, <laughs> but I blame Steve yep. for all the million times that he has, has said Indiana Jaws. It's his fault. Uh, I know he hasn't said it in a long time. But I panicked, okay? <laughs> so good. You did it. <laughs> uh, we are going to do a review of Captain Marvel. Uh, we both saw it. Um, I guess we should decide if we're going to be spoilers or no spoilers. <laughs> That's hard. It is hard. I feel like it's easier to be spoilers, but... That means people can't really listen to it until maybe we'll let's start it with no spoilers. Yeah. And then we'll like at a certain point we'll say, okay. If you this, don't want to hear about this, yeah, just stop. You need to stop now mm-hmm. and come back later. Yes. Okay. I agree. Uh okay, so first impressions. Did you like it? I did. Alright, I liked it too. Yeah. Quite a bit. Um what trailers did you see in front of it? I'm uh, curious if they're the same. Oh boy. Um we saw, uh... There was that one for the... It's like the Fast and Furious spinoff. Oh, yeah, thing. yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Whatever. It's okay. We also saw, uh... Oh, let's see. Some Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frozen. Yeah, Frozen 2. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Dumbo. Yes. Okay. Uh... I don't think it's Disney, but that... Bigfoot one missing link. Oh yeah, that's yeah. so silly. It looks really cute. <laughs> yeah, with Zach Galifianakis doing yeah, the yeah. voice. <laughs> and then we saw. Oh, well, Spider Man played, but we didn't watch it. You didn't watch it? Like you no. covered your eyes? Yes. Oh my god. We I- closed our eyes and plugged our ears, <laughs> and we didn't watch it. <laughs> so you have no idea what's going to happen. No, I mean I did at least hear someone who's in it that. Yeah. You know, it's kind of spoilery, I guess, but Ooh. I wasn't. You're going to be so surprised. <laughs> uh, but that's the point. Like, that's kind of what we want. We like, yeah. you know, we're like, we're going to see it anyway. Like, mm-hmm. we don't need to, like, be, see a trailer and be like, what's this movie about? I wonder if we should go see it. Like, <laughs> we already know we're going to see it. Of so course. why spoil anything? <laughs> Might as well just go see it. Yeah. So we do that a lot. Um, we did not get... Uh, Avengers Endgame. No. Um, which I was a little surprised. I thought we would because we're so close to it coming out. But I'm okay with that because I don't want to see that one either. <laughs> right. I feel like for this, they didn't show any other um, Marvel Universe. Well, Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. He's Marvel Universe. <laughs> yeah. True. But nothing like... Deep in. Yeah. With everybody. It's like right, right, right. The... I don't know, spin-offs, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I feel like there might have been one or two more. There might have been. I went to AMC. Also, yeah, we also went to so. AMC. Yeah, we, we have the... Probably have the same things on their contract. Like, Yeah, like, prob- yeah. I'm sure they probably mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there was one or two more, but I don't remember who they were. I was not surprised about the Disney stuff, obviously, since right. they own Marvel now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Uh, okay. Opening logo... So sweet. Oh my gosh. They, so, you know, they always do that sort of, it's almost like a flip book style of like stuff from the Marvel Universe and the comics. And this, for this one, it was all Stanley. Yeah. Like all his cameos, like pictures of him and stuff. I was so surprised. I know. To I see was that. like, oh my God, that's so yeah. sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Choked up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, movie hasn't even started yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I really. Really appreciated that. Like, Wes and I, like, both, like, looked over at each other, like, oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I really liked that. Um, I'm sure we'll see 
you know, plenty of nods to him in future movies. He was in this one, because I'm sure it filmed before. Yeah. He passed, obviously. Of course. Um, reading a Mallrats script, which is amazing. I know! <laughs> I know! Uh, and then Kevin Smith tweeted about it, and he's, like, crying, like, oh my god! <laughs> That was really, that was really lovely. Yeah, it was really sweet. Um, okay, so let's, let's maybe start with, like, a little bit of the sort of Captain Marvel slash Carol Danvers history outside of the movie. I want to mostly talk about the movie, but I want to just put a couple of things in here for anybody who doesn't know or doesn't read the comics. This is its own story. They definitely pull a lot from the comics, but they also, you know, did their own thing with it too, which is, I kind of appreciate because it's, it's, I feel like it's better than just seeing the same story that you've already read that's, you know, that never does it justice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, um, so Carol Danvers has been around for a long time. So originally Captain Marvel was a man. Mm -hmm. Um, he is a Cree. Yes. Um, and his name is Marv. Vel, Marvel. So we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, <laughs> no spoilers. So he shows up in like 67, I think. And Carol Danvers shows up in 68. Okay. And she's Miss Marvel for a really long time. Uh, in the 80s, uh, Captain Marvel dies. And... A woman takes his place, but it is not Carol Danvers. It is Monica Rambeau, which we'll again talk about in a minute. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And she's a black woman in the 80s. She takes over as Captain Marvel, which is huge. Yeah. Um, And then not until 2012 does Carol Danvers take over the Captain Marvel name. Mm. Um. She has some other names, mostly Miss Marvel. She has some other names before and after, I think, hmm. mostly after Captain Marvel. But, um, so she didn't take on that name until 2012, and that was a, a female writer who started writing the comic, uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick. So, you know, <laughs> but yeah, there had been a woman Captain Marvel before her, so you know, it wasn't like totally breaking ground, but. Carol had been around since almost the beginning, so it was a kind of, I think, cathartic for a lot of people for her to finally take over that Captain Marvel moniker and, you know, get a costume that covers all of her skin. (laughs) Thank you. Finally. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, some of the original Miss Marvel comic, you know how they were back in the day, like... Women can only She's basically wearing, like, practically a bikini with sleeves. (laughs) You're like, what is this... Uh, anyway um so yeah so in this uh this comic the costume is her costume like since like 2012 like when she became captain marvel so it it you know varies a little bit from comic to comic as all of their costumes do but it's a very true to the comics thing up to even up to like how her helmet comes up and like pushes all her hair into a mohawk Um, because I think Miss, maybe when she was Miss Marvel, Carol Danvers at some point, maybe in the eighties had an actual mohawk, which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this, this was kind of their nod to that. I think in 2012 where they were like, Oh, we don't really want to give her a mohawk, but we'll, you know, we'll put this in there. So mm-hmm. she kind of has it, yeah. which is awesome. Um, so I love that. Uh, and then she, so in the comics, the things that are, you know, the same, she was a pilot. Right. Um, the cat does show up. We'll talk about that a little bit after spoilers. <laughs> um, I think the cat might have a different name, though, in the comics. Okay. Um, I think the cat's name is Chewy in the comics. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Which they absolutely could have done. Like, I thought, I was like, oh, maybe they don't want to, like, bring Star Wars into it. But... Yeah. They, Disney owns Star Wars, too, so... <laughs> Right. They absolutely could have, but maybe Goose is like another cat. I don't know. I, wonder, I haven't read everything. So. I wonder if they chose the name Goose because of um, Top Gun. Yeah, yeah. I think Seeing maybe. They were like fighter yeah, pilots. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's, I think that may have something to do with it, which I'm fine with. Right. Um, 
And then, so let's see, history-wise, that kind of catches us up, I think. She's Miss Marvel for a long time. She doesn't come Captain Marvel until 2012. She was a pilot. She does. She did have a cat. Um, and then there is a connection with Monica Rumbo, which we'll talk about. Um, that's super brief history. There's obviously, since she's been around since 68, there's a ton of stuff that has happened with her. She's been both her, a leading character and a side character in a lot of different books. Uh, more recently, like since 2012, she's been pretty huge like she's had her own several of her own comics she's also been in a force which was an all-female avengers team um led by she hulk who is my absolute favorite (laughs) uh and i know i've probably talked about this before but um she's my favorite because she is she's a lawyer in real life and even after she becomes she hulk she doesn't stop being a lawyer oh so she's kind of just badass. So she's fighting justice in yeah, ways. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And she's, like, super, like, f- like, funny. She's, you know, in the, not in the original one, but in the 80s, she does this thing, like, breaking the fourth wall, where she, like, talks to the audience, which I love. And so, anyway, she's my favorite, which I love, that she has that connection through A-Force. Cool. Um, Carol has also been an, an Avenger uh, oh. several times. Um in the comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, in the comics. So, and then, you know, maybe now in the next movie, maybe. <laughs> Since, you know, <laughs> that whole thing is happening. Um, so, overall, the movie's really good. Definitely uh, all about, like, female empowerment. Yes. That message is very clear in the movie. And especially with children as well. Yeah. Like, little girls, which I absolutely love. And um I'm trying to think like what else to say that's not spoilery, like before we really get into it. Right. <laughs> like, uh oh, one thing I absolutely loved, there is no not even on the side, no romance in that's this movie. True. At all. Like that's... it is not about that. Right. And it does not play into it. And there's no side B story going on with it. It's not there and I love that. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. It's, like, refreshing. It's, like, look, I love a good cheesy romance as much as anybody, but this isn't that, and so to just keep it out of there completely is great. Like, for her to, like, not be distracted by a man or, or you know, have be blinded by love or whatever, you know, some stupid right. crap like that. Because, I mean, it, there was even the blinded by love-ish type of thing in Wonder Woman. Right. Which was like, oh man, you guys. I know. <laughs> it's like, of course she falls in love with this first man she ever meets. Right. Like, <laughs> <sighs> yeah. That is refreshing because there's not really, yeah. like, even before things happen, there was, they don't the, talk yeah, about that. No, there's nothing. Like, she's, it's just not a part of the story. And I just really appreciated that. Yeah. Um, this movie uh, 100% passes the Bechtel test. Um, do you know how do you know what that is? I guess I'll explain it for anybody who doesn't know. Alexis probably knows. Um, so Bechtel test is basically the rules are: does it have two women mm. who talk to each other about something other than romance or men in the movie? Surprising number of movies do not pass the Bechtel test. It is kind of astonishing. Wow. Like you, it, like, you think, like, well, that's easy. Like, sure. But then it's not. Like, it just doesn't happen that much. So it's starting to happen a lot more. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, since there's no romance at all and the main character is a woman, it's much easier in this film. But she does spend a lot of the movie with men. So there are still scenes where she's with only another woman. Mm-hmm. And they obviously don't talk about romance or men. <laughs> like, That's true. Yeah. It's in multiple scenes in the movie. So I really appreciated that. That is really nice. Um, it's it's kind of huge. <laughs> wow. But right, like that shouldn't be surprising, but it... It shouldn't be so <laughs> like, oh my God, wow. Oh my yeah. God, women don't always talk about romance. <laughs> Says who? 
yeah, it's no, that is really cool. Yeah, I so. hadn't even thought about that. Right, and I, I just, like I didn't during the movie, but then like afterwards, once I started thinking about the romance thing, I was like, oh, also, <laughs> yeah, their life does not center around a romance, right? Like most women's they lives, can talk about other things, yeah, like, like things that are important, yeah, like <laughs> like <laughs> their job, exactly, <laughs> they're you know saving the world. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah, it's. It's very interesting. And there are a lot of references, like when she t- talks to um, her friend who's also a female pilot, you know, they're, they're like, you know, di- we did this because we didn't have an opportunity to just be regular pilots. Like, right. It, because we're girls in a men's world. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. Always, right? <laughs> But um, also on, so I was really excited for this movie to come out since it's like the first um, Marvel female-led superhero movie. Yes. Um, we've obviously had a DC mm-hmm. uh, oh, female-led, yes. but which we've also talked about on the podcast. But this is Marvel's first, and I know, right? <laughs> They've made so many freaking movies. <laughs> This is the first one. But they did a good job. Yeah. And I want, but I wanted it to be, like, I wanted it to be as big as Black Panther was for the black community. I wanted it to be that for the female population. And it is doing much better than they thought it would do. Yes. Which is great. Not doing as good as Black Panther. However, I don't think it's as good as a movie as Black Panther. (laughs) So, I I mean, you know, it's okay. Black Panther was epic. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's so good. So, you know, I can't be too mad about it. Right. And it is, like I said, doing a lot better than they thought it would. They were originally thinking it might make $100 million. It's And then they kind of kept bumping it up a little bit at a time. And yes. it now looks like after the first, you know, day and a half or whatever, it looks like it's on track to make $150 million for opening weekend, which is incredible. Awesome. It was great. <laughs> um, there were a lot of... Uh, fanboys who (laughs) unfortunately tried really hard to trash talk this movie before it came out so I'm glad that it's doing really well Mm -hmm. and it's a nice you know F you to those guys (laughs) who hadn't even seen the movie yet and were like freaking out and it's like your club is not gonna deteriorate if you let women in like (laughs) Right? We've been here all the time anyway. Like Seriously. It's like they don't understand what equality means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was the whole thing. It was the same thing with Wonder Woman when mm-hmm. that came out. Like, they were all freaking out that, like, Alamo Draft House did a, an all-women screening. And I was like, no, you don't get to complain about that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I'm glad that that didn't taint it. Like, it could have you know, been bad for it, but right. no, the ladies were like, no, forget you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. I do hope that more women are going to see this. Yeah. I hope so too. It's very good. And I think it's not uh, a mistake that they put it out, not only during women's history month, but on like international women's day. Yes. That was, Fantastic! Like, I'm surprised I, that they didn't like promote it, like right? That. Like like that, yeah. <laughs> I did see a lot of like my friends who I knew would go to see it. I saw a lot of them posting that they saw it yesterday yeah. and like you know making that connection. And mm-hmm. I really thought that was great. That was so cool. Uh, okay, so I guess we'll get into spoilers now. Okay. So if anybody doesn't want spoilers, stop now. <laughs> Wait. Go see the movie. Go see the movie. And then come back. And then come back. <laughs> we'll see you in a couple minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so... Hmm. The couple, a couple of things right out of the gate okay. is the Rombos. Yes. So Marie... I think it's Maria Rombo is her pilot buddy. Yes. Like, they're pilots together. They're working on this same project with... Uh, what's her name? Lawson. Yes. And um, her daughter is Monica Rombo, who in the comics is the original Miss Marvel 
or in the original Captain Marvel in the 80s. Monica is. The kid. Oh! So they've kind of left that open for her to show up in future movies. Like, Nick Fury even kind of makes, like, a mention of it. Like, he's like... Well, you, you can only go visit her when you learn to glow or, you know, something like that. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So she's important, potentially, to future movies, mm-hmm. which I like. Um, that they didn't just completely forget about that character. So that's that was awesome. Really appreciate that. Maria Rambo is... Um, a critical part of the movie. Like, she's a huge character in the movie. I didn't even know they were in the movie. And they're, like, critical. (laughs) They're major characters in the movie, especially Maria. So, you know, that was awesome. Yes. A really great thing to have in this movie. Like, a second strong female character who's, you know, strong on her own right. Like, she's not just, like, a sidekick. Like, she's, like, doing her own, you know, she's a pilot. She's doing her own thing. Right. She's awesome. (laughs) Right. Strong single mom. Yes. Totally. Love that. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they have that conversation in the kitchen where they kind of talk, they, they, you know, just talk about like, what is going on? Like, how did we get to here? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's a really good scene. So I really love that. I hope that Monica shows up in the future movies Mm -hmm. um, because I, you know, so now the next Marvel movie in a month, (laughs) so exciting, (laughs) Avengers Endgame she'll potentially be an adult. So she may show up in that movie if she's alive. <laughs> oh, yeah. If she made the cut. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Captain Marvel shows up, you know, in the future or now. Right. And there's a potential that she might be there. Like, my, I'm assuming she'll try to find them. Right. So that could be... Uh, interesting plot point in the next movie. Yeah. I'm excited to see how that plays in. Oh my gosh. And if they could team up together and be like super badass. <sighs> yeah, totally. Oh. And if they're, we're already past, we're like. Oh, yeah, we're past spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> spoilers all out. <laughs> I mean, if they know how, um, um, Captain Mar, how, the hell is her name? Carol Danvers. <laughs> Carol Danvers. <laughs> gets her powers. They know how other people can get could those potentially powers. get those powers. Yeah, so she she could get right, and the Tesseract is around for somewhere. Well, yes. I guess I guess what's his ass would have it because it's one of the soul gems. You know, good old what's his ass, <laughs> Nick Fury. No, what <laughs> Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the major villain of the last film. Yes. Uh, Thanos. He has all the soul gems. So I guess technically he has that because the Tesseract was one of them. Oh. Um, like it, it, the Tesseract gets shifted around a lot throughout the movies. Like it goes back, they take it back to Thor's, you know, Valhalla or whatever. Is there more than one Tesseract? No, there's just one. Because Kitty... Yes. ...has it going on. Right. So then, so at the end of, at the end of this movie... The the cat slash flirkin yes. <laughs> coughs that tesseract up, and Nick Fury has it. So they protect it on Earth for a long time, but then in some of the past movies, it's like that's like a major plot point where they right. have to find it. They try to take it back. They end up eventually. It ends up being under like Thor and yes, Thor's dad's protection. We, we te- technically don't know when he expels the tesseract. Right? Yeah, we don't know. It's it like say like. Uh, on this day (laughs) (laughs) it's not like 12 years later (laughs) i don't know what the lifespan of a flurkin is but yeah um i love that they use the flurkins they're in the comic in the carol danvers universe in her comics um and like there's a whole storyline where they have what there's like 50 of them on her spaceship oh wow (laughs) like cats running around wow (laughs) um so, and then one, you know, she ends up, one of them stays on with her, kind of. Right. So, I imagine the Flurkin must have been, like, Dr. Lawson had brought it with her. Yeah, since so she's Cree, I think they're, like, not, you know, they're obviously not in the same, like, from the same planet, but they're, like, you know, they know about each other. Out in space. <laughs> right, they're out like, in space. oh, you're cute, and they're, you're right. really fucking powerful. Right, so. yeah. 
I'm going to take you with me because you look so innocent. Exactly. So, but it's, it's cool though. Cause like the, the, um, the scroll clearly know, right? Like as soon as that cat shows up, he's like, Whoa, no way. Why? What is that thing doing here? I don't want to have anything to do with it. And I thought, cause I didn't know what a flurkin was. Right. <laughs> like, are you, do you just have a different name for cats in your universe? <laughs> and I just thought that he really didn't like cats or he was allergic or something. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't have that on you because you're going to have a reaction of some sort. I mean, Nick Fury right. did have a reaction. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I thought I was quite amused by that. Yeah, then he's just like all of a sudden, like all these like fucking tentacles come out of his mouth. That and was so <laughs> badass. Yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty great. It's like a, it's like a nice thing. Like if you if you don't know about it, it's awesome. Like it's a cool like reveal sort of in the movie. And if you do know about it, you're just like waiting for like this thing to happen. Like you're like, I know something cool's gonna happen because I know that these are right. You know, from this other universe, whatever. So my, I guess my question is, are all cats actually flirting, or are there also cat like Earth cats that are not? that don't do that oh i mean (laughs) (laughs) like what a genius like hiding in plain sight kind of thing right well i mean that would be a really interesting like super super deep plot point because (laughs) you know if we're going back to ancient egypt right they've been around forever and you know there is lore that aliens built the the um pyramids and all of that yeah. and like they worshipped these cats so right. could that could would be go, a really funny could go pretty deep yeah <laughs> like maybe all cats are flurkins maybe, maybe they are no and that's why they're so sassy they're like you're just treating us like we're we're these indoor animals but we're so much cooler than yeah that. if you only knew i could destroy you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so uh, flurkins are awesome. Flurkins are and and awesome. from the very beginning, like one of the first posters, there's like a cat like in it. It's I think she's in the hangar, and there's like a cat, but it's like way down in the bottom corner of the poster. Yeah, and like in kind of in the shadow, so you might not notice it at first. And then once start people started noticing it, they were like, yeah. "Oh my god, it's gonna!" You know, like they were. It's definitely placed there on purpose. Right, it's definitely placed there on purpose. But if you're just like. Uh, me who didn't right. know that i'm like, oh, like cool there's a cat cool. <laughs> she must have a cat in the comics <laughs> yes it's like placed there for super fans right exactly it's a, a nice nod to anyone who has reads the comics right um i have read several of the comics not i don't i've obviously not read everything carol danvers ever been in yeah. i didn't even really get into comics until like the last probably 10 or 15 years mm. so i'm catching up a little but <laughs> I did read uh, Carol Core, which was kind of another like team she had put together for a while, and then A Force, and uh, just Captain Marvel was around for a little while. So I have all those, I have those forkin issues with all the cats on the ship. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think you know what's funny. Like, I feel like I remember maybe Rocket in one of the Guardians movies being not fond of cats either. Because they, uh, her and the Guardians, because she's like in outer space dealing with stuff out there most of the time, she has like a relationship with the Guardians. Um, So like she knows Rocket and like I think he comes and like helps her out for a while. And so I I feel like I might, he might be in those issues with the Flurkins and I think they might have nodded to that in one of the previous guardians or avengers movies i don't remember for sure though i might be making that up in my head (laughs) but it's a nice nice little nod yeah um okay so we talked about the rombos we talked about the flurkin cat (laughs) um okay let's talk about the scrolls yes so I'm not super familiar with them, but from what I've heard, mostly from Wes, but, you know, also just online, the scrolls are traditionally nasty. Yeah. Like, they're the villains. So when you find out that they're going to be in this movie, you just assume they're going to be the villains. And it seems like they are for the first portion of the movie. Yeah. 
and then eventually you find out they're not really the villains. Which is so interesting. Yeah, and the Kree have always kind of been borderline. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. I guess kind of like humans, you know. Um, they're notorious conquerors, which is, you know, can definitely get them into some trouble. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really interesting that they kind of pulled the rug out from under you with that. Totally. And I, I, I thought it was very interesting that, um, the, what are they called again? The scroll. The scroll. Sorry. (laughs) The scrolls are like refugees. Yeah, exactly. And they're, they're misunderstood because they're different from... Mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. these other people. I'm like, oh, that's such a political like undertone. Like, hey, right. just because someone's different doesn't mean doesn't that they're, mean they're bad. Bad, exactly. Um, I, I did like that little nudge. Yeah. Um, but it, it also made sense as to why they would be so protective and like try and kill anyone who comes, yeah, around. Yeah. yeah. It's understandable. So, like, yes, they can be seen as being the bad guys. Right. But really, it's just that they're misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And no one takes the time to find out the real story. Yeah, they're protecting themselves, yeah. you know. Because yeah. isn't their race almost wiped out? Yeah, they're, like, scattered across the universe, kind of, and or the galaxy. Yeah. At least they hadn't quite made it to other galaxies yet. Um, but, yeah, and, like, like, the ones that we meet at the end, at, you know, more mm. towards the end yes. at, at her lab. I mean, they've been hanging out at that lab for six years. Like, yeah. It's crazy. How, what were they eating? <laughs> how, how they had that? some, like, hydroponic plants or something. I don't know. I don't know what scrolls, how their body system works. Yeah. But, yeah, they've been chilling up there for six years. Like, this kid presumably barely even knows her father. Yeah. Like, doesn't really recognize him. Like, he's kind of, like, hiding at first. He's like, I don't know who this right. guy is, which is really sad. But, um, yeah, so that was really interesting that they ended up not being the villains right. at the end. I know. And I wonder, going back to the, the daughter, mm-hmm. because she's only been up in this spaceship... <laughs> Has she even had the opportunity to practice shape-shifting? Right, yeah. He talks, she kind of talks about how it's like... You everyone, have to work on Yeah, it. everyone technically has the ability, but, you know, you have to... Right. Practice and work at it. And It's like riding a bike. Yeah. The first time you try and ride a bike, it's not like, oh, cool. Yeah, right. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> exactly. And, like, and he also says, yeah. like, you have to have seen what you're going to shift into. So, you know, she doesn't have a... She hasn't seen a lot of things. Right. So... Yeah, probably she has a really doesn't really know how to do that. Um, I did like that when they're um, with Monica and Maria at their house, and they're like having dinner and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Monica's like, you know, never change your eyes; they're great. Like, that's yeah. awesome. I love that. And then she, as you know, a child, as a an innocent, is like, well, why can't they just stay here? I know. <laughs> and mom's like, I, you know, I wish, <laughs> wish they could, but. <laughs> That would be a little challenging. Yeah. 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 So that's pretty great. Also, I love that. I didn't mention this when we were talking about the cats. I love that that's how Nick loses his eye. Right. Like there's always been this sort of mystery around it. And I don't know if that has anything to do with the comics. Like, I don't know if that's canon, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's great that that's. And then then I also love that he never really, you know, um, Colson comes in and asks him about it, and he's like, "I can neither confirm nor deny." Like he's right. like, he's like, "Sure, it was totally the the Cree that did it." Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> I then they they bring him different like eye options, but he never does. No, I think he's like, "No, nah, that's just not for me." It's way more badass to have to patch anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> then you don't have to worry about it like falling out when you're fighting and stuff like that. Yeah. Because he is definitely going to be fighting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I did love that Coulson was in it. I did see that. In, it's funny. It was in one of the uh, early trailers. He was in it. But he's in it so briefly that you almost don't realize it's him for a second. Like, it took me probably the third or fourth time of seeing that trailer to go, oh, that's Coulson. <laughs> like, what's Coulson doing? And they're like, he's, you know, he's the... Which one's Coulson? He's um, oh. Phil Coulson from Shield. 
Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I didn't even like he like turns his face towards her in the in the trailer and like it's then it's gone so fast that you just don't even absorb who it is at first yeah so that was exciting i like that his part was not huge like he was very new to the organization but his part is important right um but not like oh phil colson's this awesome guy like no he's you know He's low down in the organization still. He's getting his feet wet. Right. Like, they leave him at the scene. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, guys. <laughs> you know, it's, it's great. I um, did really like all the, the 90s nods, like Blockbuster and Radio yeah. Shack. Radio <laughs> Shack, yeah. As soon as, as soon as she was like, point me to where I can find communications devices, I was like, oh, it's going to be Radio Shack. It's totally going to be Radio yes. Shack. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it would have been funny if somehow they threw in Circuit City as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like too when they're they're they put the disc in of the black box recording in the computer and it's loading it's forever. forever. She's like, "What's happening?" She's like, "What's, what are, what's happening right now?" Oh yeah, when I was in the theater, everyone around me was giggling. Yeah, at like yeah, we really had to wait that long mm-hmm. for things to happen. Yeah. yeah, like we've already like we've come so far since then. And then, like, they they obviously have all this technology that we don't have. And right. so they're like, what, why are we, what's taking this long? Like, <laughs> so that was pretty great. I also like that she just assumed that the, you know, humans of Earth knew about aliens already. Like, right. she was like, yeah, I got to stop some scrolls. Like, they're infiltrating. And the guy is like, what are you talking about? Right. It sounds like a scroll. Right. You're like, what are you... Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just nonsensical jibber-jabber. Exactly. She's like, oh, you guys have no idea. <laughs> Which is great. I all really loved that she inspires the name of the Avengers Initiative. Which right. is awesome. I know. Love that. Um, I also love that Nick Fury says... You know, Coulson asks him, oh, you think there are others out there? And he's like, we found her and we weren't even looking. Yeah. If we look, we'll probably find more people out there who, you know, right. have powers or are, you know, special some way, in some way. So mm-hmm. that's great. Um, I did have a little confusion. Uh, so in, so she has blue blood. Yes. But... She didn't always have blue blood. Right. But they eventually revealed that she's given transfusions, which explained it. But for a while, I was really confused. I was like, wait, is she human or not? Right. <laughs> um, it's also kind of interesting because I think that Carol, in s- I think in some of her backstory from the comics, is actually half Cree. Like, her mother is Cree. Oh. So I was really unsure whether she was Cree or not, which may have been by design. For people who already, who, you know, think they know what's going on to kind of play with that a little bit. Right. Play with that lore. So that was, that was nice. <laughs> I was really confused though. Right. Well, cause in, in like one of her flashbacks when she's up in, in her outer space land. <laughs> outer space land. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, her flashbacks, her memory is that her blood is blue. And then when the um when we see the black what happened during the black box recording like they're listening to it but then we actually see it yes she has red blood yeah and i'm like oh okay (laughs) that was interesting but it was nice that they tied that up with him saying that whose blood yeah whose blood do you have yeah yeah that was pretty cool yeah that was interesting that like, maybe it would make more sense if she were half Cree, because if she were half Cree, why would she be able to take blood that wasn't hers? Or, or like, well, like her human. blood type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, you know, we've already, well, I guess, I say we, I mean, people who are, you know, invested in the Marvel Universe, if you watch S.H.I.E.L.D., that's how Phil Coulson is comes back from being dead basically like part of it it's not all of it like there's also some you know sciencey surgery type stuff but he gets Cree blood infused in him oh um so that's like a big a big plot point so we know 
that it's theoretically possible. Um, but you know, <laughs> like it's pretty rare. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay. I'm trying to see, I got probably like a little list of stuff I wanted to make sure we covered. I think we've covered most of the stuff, just bullet point stuff that I had on my list. Yes. Um, there's a couple of very sort of female empowering moments in the film that I think are very important. Uh, one being, you know, you see throughout the movie, you see her sort of fragmented memories on a lot of them. She's getting hurt or falling down. Mm -hmm. And then the Cree bring that up to her. Like you're nothing without us. Yes. You're always, you're you're only human. Like you're constantly going to be getting hurt or whatever. And, but then we see, her perspective of that, where after every time she falls down, she, she gets up. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, it's very, like, a, a very obvious, you know, yeah. thing to have in the movie. But I loved it. Um, and it's, like, she's, like, yeah, I am only human. And I've gotten this far, with all, you know. So I'm pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> I also love that in her last fight with Yanrog. Yes. Is his name? Yanrog. Um, I feel like they don't say his name very often in the movie, so... I don't think they ever did. I think... If they One did, time, maybe. Yeah. So, it's not very clear what his name is, but... Uh, when she's having, like, her last fight with him, you know, he, he tries to basically goad her into not using her powers, into, like, fighting him with his, with her fists, because he knows he can't beat her... Right. If she uses her powers and he's like, you know, show me that you really are in control of yourself, whatever. And she just fucking blasts him across, yeah. like so far, like into these giant rocks. And she's like, I have nothing to prove to you. Yeah. She's like, I have this power. It's mine. Why wouldn't I use it? Like, that's such a great right. message. Well, and like, cause he was saying, he was basically like, Saying, oh, don't be such an over-emotional an emotional, woman. Yes, exactly. <laughs> She's like, man. It's like, yeah, but my emotions make me powerful. Yeah, exactly. Why would I diminish that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that, too. I love it. She's like, I have nothing to prove to you. And I'm absolutely sure that's going to be a gif and or meme in the near future. Yeah. <laughs> which I will probably use <laughs> slash, slash put on my social media. <laughs> uh, I love that. So there's a lot of, and there's a lot of more subtle things to, you know, with the women, like making the Marvel character a woman. Yes. Who's, you know, the original Marvel is a man yes. in the comics. He's like the first Captain Marvel. He's Kree. Mm-hmm. So they kept with that, which is good. Um, and he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, so they kept with that as well, but made it into a woman, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, there's been a lot of that in the Marvel Universe, in the Marvel Comics Universe hmm. over the last 10 to 15 years where they've either made characters black or brought in female characters or, you know, essentially promoted female characters to be more important. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really important. And I know that there's there's always a pushback um, from people who are like, this goes against canon or, you know, why are you ruining my heroes or whatever, which is like, look, man, we've all, we've grown as a society and it's okay for us to represent that in the comics. Like they wouldn't have sold any comics if they'd done that in the sixties. It doesn't mean that it shouldn't be done ever. (laughs) Right. Show me any book that was turned into a movie and there is going to be, a bunch of people that are disappointed that it wasn't how they had imagined right. it to be. Exactly. Like that's just Yeah, and it's it's you know, it's really interesting. They've also done some interesting things with making some of the, you know, good guys bad guys. Uh or giving them very complicated stories where you're not totally you know, it's not as black and white as it used to be. Yeah. Um, which is great. I think it brings a lot more readers to it comic world, you know. For it to be more human. <laughs> like, we all make hard decisions. We all mess up sometimes. Like, it doesn't mean that we can't be strong or powerful or be heroes. Right. You know? Like, none of us are perfect. 
even these people who we see or perceive as perfect. Yeah. So, um, so I liked that. I liked they had the Rumbos in there. Again, you know, great female characters, great female message. We mm-hmm. absolutely need more of that, all, you know, every day, all day. Yes. <laughs> um, I will say, and I think you probably had, I think you had the same thought. We kind of both talked about this, that overall, we feel like Wonder Woman was a better movie overall. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel like this was. It was, it was very different. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes, they, they both have a good amount of action. Yes. I did. I mean. I don't like unnecessary murders. <laughs> that's that's a hard thing for me in movies. Um, and there was a lot of unnecessary murders in, in Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And I felt like in Captain Marvel, everyone that was killed... Yeah, everyone that was killed, there was a reason for it. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't just arbitrary, like, kill, 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 which is why... Infinity War was, like, rough for me to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I think it might have been so different to watch because there was no romance. No romance at all. Like, even in Wonder Woman, like, they kind of don't do it right away, but it's, you know it's coming. Right. Like, you don't cast Chris Pine as your lead right. <laughs> if you're not gonna have her be a romantic interest like yeah um so yeah I don't it's yeah I think uh part of what hurts this movie is that the Avengers is coming out in a month we all know it's coming out we're all very excited about it so this whole movie you're like okay how's it gonna tie in like you're, right you're thinking about that which you know it might have been nicer if this had come out a little years. sooner, mm-hmm. or like before Infinity War, before we knew that that it was going to tie in, right? Um, like how great would that have been? At the end, we were like, "Oh my god, it's going to tie in!" Like we thought this was separated because it's like in the '90s where everything else is, you know, like present day, present day, yeah, yeah. Um, but it it was really cool to see like now you know what the the pager's all about, right? Yeah. But, like, even if it come out before Infinity War, mm-hmm. then at the end of Infinity War, we would have been like, oh, my God, they're going to tie in Captain Marvel, you know. That's why he pressed the button. Right. When, <laughs> at the uh, end of that movie, whereas because this came out after the whole movie, we were like, okay, when is this pager coming? When are we, you know, like, how's it going to tie in? Yeah. Like, yeah, so, I don't know. That may have hurt it a little bit. It's still very good. It's still super exciting, it's, you know. Yeah. And... Now that it's out, uh, it's interesting. So our my brother in law has been kind of catching up, and we finally watched uh, Infinity War when we were there at Christmas with them. Ooh. So <laughs> because they hadn't they hadn't seen so many of the other ones that we were like, this one is like everybody. Like you kind of need yeah. to see some of the other films. Like we told them there were a few they could skip. Um, and then, so after this one, we were like, okay, do they need to see Ant-Man and Wasp before this one? Because they haven't seen it yet. And we were like, no, I don't think they really need to. So, <laughs> but, so, now that it's kind of out, like, you almost could, like, you could go see this if you haven't seen Infinity War. Like, if you're catching up now. Yeah. You could go see this and then see Infinity War. Absolutely. Although... I don't know if anybody's going to know that because we said at the end after all the spoilers, so. (laughs) That's okay. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's, if you haven't seen Infinity War yet. (laughs) That is totally okay. We just spoiled the end of it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you haven't seen Infinity War and you're upset about a spoiler, it's it's been out for a while. (laughs) Yeah, I'm always like, when is it okay to start doing, like, not worrying about spoilers? Yeah. <laughs> like, with a movie, when it's still in the theater, obviously, like, shut your mouth, people. Like, right, right. So rude. <laughs> if it's been out for years, 
then it gets a little more. If you don't know how Shawshank Redemption ended, Mm, tough. (laughs) Yeah, it's gonna get spoiled, and no one's gonna be sad that they spoiled it for you. (laughs) Um, but we'll start wrapping up because we're almost at an hour, and uh, I know that's our like recording limit. Um, so I think this movie is very important. It's very fun. It's important to the MCU overall, which is great. Yes. Um, I absolutely think everyone should see it. Oh, yeah. And also, if you haven't seen it yet, why are you still listening to this? <laughs> are you just like, oh, I don't have time to to watch a two-hour movie, so I'm just going to like sit and listen for an hour? <laughs> Go to the movie theater. Go to the movie theater, people. Just do it. Um, matinees are only six dollars i know right (laughs) and if if you have a list then you really have no excuse get your butt to the theater (laughs) uh i'll say thank you to wes and steve for letting us take over the podcast again yes thank you um you know we kind of we like to do this every once in a while uh, especially for a movie like this with a great leading lady character in a superhero role especially strong powerful woman absolutely Mm -hmm. yes it's great uh final thoughts alexis um final thoughts i'm really glad that i that i went and saw it um i don't often go and see movies by myself uh but it was one of those movies where you don't need to go with somebody else yeah because you can enjoy it solely like just for yourself um i loved all of the different like surprises that popped up um I I was pleasantly surprised that that Jude Law's character was not the good guy. Right. <laughs> um, and I just loved how female empowering it was. Yeah, it's absolutely great. Yeah. If you haven't taken your daughters to it, please do. Yeah. Um, it's n- like, there's obviously violence in it, but... There's nothing obscene. There's not. It's nothing really super bloody. No, mm, it's not at all. really pretty tame. There's more blue green blood, right? Than there is <laughs> red blood. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not a tearjerker, which is fine. Yeah. Um, I think that we may get some emotional stuff with with Captain Marvel in a future movie, right? Uh, you know, they're all kind of emotional right now for, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, and I'm really excited to see if Monica shows up. Mm, me too. I hadn't even thought of that. Now I'm I know. Up. Now you're like, yes! It's, it's kind of funny because, like, I didn't totally, like, I knew the Rombo connection and I, but I was, like, not connecting that the child was the, was Monica at first. Right. And then, like, once I, like, realized it and it kind of, like, sank in, I was like, oh my god, she's totally gonna have to show up in the future right. and i'm so excited about that. and the fact that she wasn't phased by the aliens yeah she was like what up she's like, all good <laughs> yeah i'm she's... not scared so she's already a strong yeah exactly female she's already like telling aliens don't change yourself you're great right <laughs> love that all right well i will wrap it up for this episode of view the right thing Woo. fun cinema <laughs>